Hi everybody, this is Lori. Welcome back to Take 5. This is episode 3. Glad you're with us again. Um, take 5 is evolving and what it is is conversations with some of my favorite people uh, around Girl Scouts of Eastern Massachusetts and I've been really really fortunate that uh, all of my favorite people are people I love to talk to. So with me today is Kim Lambert. Kim is a colleague, a friend, um, and a longtime Girl Scout up here in the lovely uh, north part of our council. Um, Kim, how long have you been at Girl Scouts now? I have been a Girl Scout for 18 years. 18 years. And so you're like a Girl Scout mom. Girl Scout mom. I was a Girl Scout troop leader. I was a Girl Scout one summer that I remember. <laughs> but for some reason, you're still like green. You're still doing the thing. Yeah. Still doing the thing. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for coming in today. I know that we're here today to talk about something that you're really kind of interested in, passionate about, and it's about bridging. It's about bridging. So can I ask you, you know, this could be five minutes, five questions, five answers, five, or just a high five. Okay. Just a <laughs> high five. It could be any of those things. So why do you want to talk about bridging? Why bridging? So bridging is important. I think a lot of our ceremonies and Girl Scouting are very important. I think ceremonies are what we often hear girls remember the most when they when they grow mm -hmm. up, when they're older. And bridging is one of those ceremonies. It gives the girls and the volunteers and the parents a chance to stop and take a look back over the last two years of Girl Scouting and to talk about and celebrate all of the things that they've learned and the growth that they've had, mm -hmm. like the physical growth even, because they'll they'll see pictures of when they were five-year-old daisies and now they're all grown out of their, their little smocks and uniforms. Um, so it, it's important for, for all of those reasons. It gives them a chance to look back over what they've done. And in addition to that, in bridging, we're, we're looking back, but we're also looking forward. So it gives the girls and the leaders an opportunity to actually take some time and space to say, here's what we're going to do on the next step. Here's some things we're excited about. Here's what we want to learn. So it's, it's important because it gives us an, an actual moment in time to, to mark those transitions and to talk about what we're going to do next and what we've done. So, you know, I, I asked the question, First, I maybe should have asked another question before this one. What is bridging anyway? It's it's that backwards forwards, but what is it? So bridging is an event and a ceremony that happens at the end of each Girl Scout level. And there are requirements for bridging. And basically you're supposed to look back at what you've done and look ahead to what's coming next. The girls are invited to participate in something in the next level. So if they're bridging to juniors, they can begin to work on a junior badge. They can go to a junior meeting. They can participate in a junior event. And that gives them a little bit of insight into what's coming next. So the bridging as a whole is looking back, looking forward, and um, satisfying those requirements so that they can actually earn a bridging badge which everybody's seen on the front of the uniforms. It's a rainbow badge of some kind. Each each level has a different mm -hmm. one. 
but they are actually earned recognitions. They're not just something you get for showing up at a bridging ceremony, but they are earned recognitions for going through those um, steps of the bridging process. Gotcha. Now, way back in the old days when I was a junior, um, juniors were the first ones who actually bridged. Brownies flew up, everybody else bridged. Is is that still true or like do do brownies bridge now too or daisies what are daisies everybody do? bridges so every level will bridge to the next level daisies will bridge to brownies brownies to juniors and on up everyone can move up regardless of whether or not they've gone through the bridging requirements or a bridging ceremony everybody gets to move up along with their friends um no matter their participation level but everybody every level will bridge to the next level Gotcha. I also remember that, uh, you know, again, back in the old days, uh, girls who weren't bridging were also at the bridging ceremony. They got their year pins as opposed to crossing the bridge. So they stayed on the, you know, one side with the troop they were going to stick with and got that. Can that still happen? Can something else be meshed in? With the so bridging, lots of things can happen in, in a bridging ceremony. It's it's really up to the the volunteers and the girls who are planning it. Uh, if you if you are bridging with a troop, just your troop is bridging, and you have a mixed level troop, you will naturally yeah. have girls there that are not necessarily bridging. If you have fourth and fifth grade uh, juniors, you'll have some girls that are are not necessarily bridging. And it's a great idea to have older girls from the next level on the other side of the bridge. So when the girls walk over, they're greeted by girls from the next level. And those can be girls from your troop, from another troop, uh, however you want to manage it. When there is a town-wide bridging ceremony, there may only be girls there that are bridging just because of space concerns. But um, again, that's up to the folks that are planning it. If you have enough space mm -hmm. to invite everybody, that's a wonderful place to give girls their year pins. So so it could be a troop only that is single level, a troop only that's multi-level, or it could be service unit or town-wide. Mm -hmm. All right, so next silly question, I guess. You know, it's called the bridging, and we're, you talked about crossing over. Tell me what this bridge looks like. I mean, what is this? Okay, so again, depending on uh, where you are and who you're working with, the bridge could be an actual real physical bridge. Mm -hmm. Some folks in their town have a bridge that they go to outside in a park and they use that all the time, which is fantastic. You might need a megaphone to be heard, but still fantastic. <laughs> um, we have at Red Rover, council, Red Rover. <laughs> <laughs> we have at our council a bridge that folks can borrow which is just a lovely uh, small arched bridge that looks like something that might sit over a little stream and that's available some folks have that in their town that they they pass around to different troops or they use at their town mm -hmm. ceremony you can also create a bridge from you can just craft one out of different things if you take a look on pinterest you'll see a dozen ideas of how to make some kind of a bridge uh, one that i remember is clay pots, flower pots turned upside down with dowels inside them and the dowels are connected with little rainbow colored crepe paper streamers. 
our little balloons on them. So That's there's cute. lots of different ways to make, yeah, there's lots of different mm -hmm. ways to make a cute bridge. You don't necessarily have to have one outside. You don't have to come get the council one. Uh, you don't have to make one, but uh, there's lots of ideas. For if, you, if you're going to get the council one, you do need a pickup truck. You do need a truck or a van or something. It's heavy and it's going to take up a lot of space. It doesn't come apart. All right. So so now we now that we got the, the bridge part out of the way and we have a concept of that, what do people do at Bridgings now that we know kind of who's there and where it could take place visually? What do they do? Yeah, so it might, if it's a troop bridging, just a troop alone, they might have a place where a table where everybody can go and look at some pictures or a scrapbook from the past two years. Uh, there might be a slideshow showing mm -hmm. an electronic slideshow with all the pictures from the last couple of years. So that's a fun thing to incorporate into it, some mm -hmm. actual physical visualization of what they've done because they may not remember all of the wonderful mm -hmm. things that they've done. Um, there should be an opening and a closing, just like in a meeting. Right. So opening with a little flag ceremony, saying the promise and law. And if it's a troop, then you might just jump right into the bridging portion where you announce each girl's name and they walk over the bridge. They may mm -hmm. get their final badge that they earned. They might get a bridging patch. And depending on the troop's bank account, they might get the whole new uniform, a, a new sash or a new vest on the other side of the bridge. And that could be given to them by one of their leaders or even better, one of the girls from a, the next level troop so that they um, they just have a physical person there in that in that level. Ooh, does this have to be a pricey endeavor? It doesn't. The, the patches that the girls can get and, and they can get those even now, GSUSA has free shipping right now. So you could go online and order a bridging um, patch or bridging badges, the, the rainbow badge that I mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, and and that can be the extent of it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I definitely always go for the less expensive right. method of doing things. It doesn't take the fun out of it. It just takes the extra money out of it. So you can brainstorm with your girls about how to make this special and um, it doesn't have to be expensive. Again, Pinterest ideas, Google ideas. There's there's lots of ideas out there about what you can do at a bridging ceremony that doesn't need to break the bank. So talk to me about themes. You had mentioned in a conversation we had had uh, about bridging, uh, some of the cool things that troops have done or service units have done around the theme for bridging. Mm -hmm. What sorts of things are we talking about? So there's two that stick out in my mind. One is a service unit event where the every year the bridging ceremony is planned by the cadet senior ambassadors in town. Mm -hmm. um, and it's usually one troop that takes it on, but it's planned by the older girls. And this particular year was a superhero year. So the girls had capes, some of them that they made, some they bought at stores and everything which, was which girls who? the girls who were running the event okay all wore capes their um their presentations kind of had superhero things when they you know they talked about flying they talked about the leaders and the special abilities that the leaders had their their super abilities that they had and their That's their fun. snacks and things were superhero based so that that was a really fun thing they did invite the girls to um dress in superhero garb if, if they wanted to. Some of them took them up on that. 
So that was a really fun theme that I remember. And another one was, a, I forget what their, what their tagline was, but they were celebrating how they were changing. And they made a giant butterfly. It was probably, I'd say it was maybe six feet wide by three and a half feet. It was huge. And all the girls in the troops that were um, running the event decorated it with all different colors of tissue paper. So there was just these huge wings on the wall hanging behind the bridge so that when the girl stopped in the middle of the bridge, she had these big wings behind her. And it was That's so cool. adorable. It was absolutely adorable. And they talked about how they're changing and growing in Girl Scouting and it really worked well with that butterfly theme. So they had a butterfly on a cake and they had um, a butterfly on their little bridging patch that year that they made. That's awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. I would have, would have loved to. And sometimes been... it's just easier if you have a theme, it's kind of easier to pull it together. It's easier to get the girls excited about it, the girls who are planning the events. Right. So having is fun. And you know, that girl planning is still part of the package. Never yeah. leaves, never leaves. Absolutely. Uh, I know that currently, uh, you know, this is, this is April and we're entering into that season of the year where bridging happens, April, mm -hmm. May, maybe June. Um, given the environment we're in right now, where everybody is kind of sheltering at home and staying, staying away from large groups, I imagine some troops are, are concerned that this is a tradition they're going to have to do without this year. Yeah, and, definitely uh, not the case. Not the case. There so, are actually some troops and some, there's some troops and some service units who do their bridging in the fall. They, they do it okay. like their first or second meeting. That's when they do it. They want everybody back together, um, either because schedules at the end of the school year are tough or for whatever mm -hmm. reason, traditionally some folks do it in the fall. So, so that's, that's an, an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I think it's also a great opportunity to, you know, grab a troop of older girls and brainstorm some ideas about how it can be done electronically. I think it could still be special. We can we can play around with the backgrounds. You see Lori's background there with her Girl Scout theme things. Um, you could definitely find a pretty outdoor picture of a stream and a bridge, mm -hmm. and you could have a virtual bridge in your background. Uh, you could make an electronic scrapbook of the things the girls have done, so you can share. Mm -hmm share that with folks and let them look over all the things that they did. Um, and then even I like having that tangible thing to take away from bridging so they have something to remember it or something to celebrate with. So again, GSUSA has bridging patches and bridging badges for the girls. So you could take an opportunity to get those and either deliver them if you feel that that's safe or just have the parents order them so that they come into the girls' home and at the right time when each girl's name is called, mm -hmm. their parents can be there to present them with that patch or badge that you've already ordered. Um, another idea is to, if, if again, if you feel comfortable doing this, if your families feel comfortable with this, you could bake a cupcake or cookie or something that goes along with the theme and deliver those to the girls' houses in advance. And they could all enjoy a snack together after the meeting, after the bridging ceremony is done. You can still do a ceremony. You can still stand up and salute a flag and do the promise and law mm -hmm. and sing a song together. So all of that can be done electronically. And you can certainly take the time to think back on what you've done and look ahead to what, what lies ahead for the girls. 
So, so this season doesn't have to be kind of void of those special ceremonies that are part of our tradition and part of the no, things that, that make us unique. Uh, so yeah, I, I think, I think it'd be a lot of fun to attend like a, a virtual bridging. That might be fun. Uh, if any troops out there are going to do it, I want to know, uh, L beverage at gsema.org. Uh, let me know. I'll tell her and, uh, maybe yeah, we'd love to see that. And we'd love to share that information with folks. If you have some clever ideas about how that's going to work for your troops. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Well, Kim, thank you so much for coming on and, and talking about bridging. I do, I have one last thing that I'm going to start incorporating, I think, into take five here in, in uh, episode three. You're here first, so you're going to get it first. It's a question, by the way, that she and I have not talked about. <laughs> so are you ready, Kim? I'm okay. Ready. You need to, you need to think about this and okay. then, okay. What is your very favorite Girl Scout tradition? Hmm. Don't say bridging. That's that's hard because I I do love a bridging ceremony, but I think I, I guess I'm gonna say it's saying the Girl Scout law before a meeting because we we learn it we teach the girls as daisies and then we say it and we can just you know we can say it in our sleep. Mm -hmm. But when you actually look at those 10 little petals that the daisies earned, mm -hmm. it really does govern what we do. And, and if we incorporate that into our lives, if we help the girls incorporate that into their lives, it's really where all that growth and leadership comes from. It's just, it's just a, a wonderful anchor to the organization and who we are. There we go. Thank you. See, that wasn't so hard and it wasn't bridging. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I know the Girl Scout law, while the, the words have changed slightly over the last 45 years for me, um, the whole message and the whole feeling uh, and the, the ethical guidelines really haven't changed and, and that mm -hmm. holds us apart. That holds yep. us apart. Again, thanks so much, Kim. Thanks for uh, coming in and talking about bridging, sharing your favorite tradition. And Thank you. Thanks for asking me. All right. Everybody, thanks so much for joining us. And we'll see you again soon. In the meantime, keep it clean. Bye-bye. <laughs>